Are you curious about that one supplement that I take every single day? In fact, multiple times a day? Head on over to Organifi.com forward slash Varga, use promo code Varga to save 20% off of your next order. Why I love Organifi is they are glyphosate-free, non-GMO, superfoods, and adaptogenic fruit juice blends. Superfoods are really important for your everyday metabolic processes, and adaptogens are really key to help you overcome stress in stressful situations. Stress is a sign of being alive, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just make sure we have adaptogens on board so we can cruise through that stress, overcome those obstacles with greater grace and ease. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast, and you're going to love Organifi. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be discussing with you things like skin and fasting, detoxifying, and of course, slowing our aging process with Dr. Mindy Pels. This is an exciting episode that I have in store for you today. And let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Mindy Pels, DC. She's a best-selling author, keynote speaker, nutrition and functional health expert who has spent over two decades helping thousands of people successfully reclaim their health. She is a recognized leader in the alternative health field and a pioneer in the fasting movement, teaching the principles of fasting lifestyle, diet variation, detox, hormones, and more. Her popular YouTube channel, which just celebrated 18 million lifetime views, regularly updates followers on the latest science-backed tools and techniques to help them reset their health. She is the host of one of the leading science podcasts, The Resetter Podcast, and the author of three best-selling books, The Menopause Reset, The Reset Factor, and The Reset Kitchen. Dr. Mindy has appeared on national shows like Extra TV, The Doctors, and has been featured in Muscle and Fitness. Welcome, Dr. Mindy Pels. It is wonderful to have you on the show here today. How are you? I'm I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. And one of the reasons why I'm so incredibly thrilled to have you on the show, we have a ton of, you know, women and, and ladies and gentlemen, biohackers, a lot of the audience members here and my clients, my patients are intermittent fasters. So you are such an authority in this space. And I just want to, you know, ask you, what got you so jazzed up about intermittent fasting? And maybe did that come from observing what your most vibrant and radiant patients were doing? Yeah, actually, the, the, where it came from is me observing myself. So uh, I, you know, I landed into fasting and understanding fasting in my early 40s. I'm now in my early 50s. And I um, was looking for a tool to help my menopause symptoms. And about that time, Dr. Osumi, who was given a lot of credit for starting the fasting movement, um, had just won the Nobel Prize in Medicine and Physiology for a term called autophagy, which is the idea that when you go without food, the cells turn within and they start to detox themselves. 
So I, I, I started to study him. I was studying some of Walter Longo's work on uh, resetting the immune system through fasting. And I jumped all in and just started playing with the principles. And it was crazy how quickly my energy went up, my mental clarity went up, um, my just overall vibrancy was better. My all, all the pre-perimenopausal symptoms I had started to go away. Like it was unbelievable. So um, I, from there, I dove in to understand more and more and more. And I feel like I've read almost every study out there on, on time-restricted eating. Fasting is what we refer to it as. And I've been hooked ever since. It's, it, once you get a taste of how great you can feel, it's hard to ever go back. So what are the, what are common trends that you're seeing with your most vibrant radiant clients? Well, so the, the people that I work with are mostly women. So, and a large part of that is, and they're women either who are approaching 40 or are over 40. And a, a big piece of that is that around our late thirties, early forties, we start, our hormones really start to get off track. And it's in the decline of these hormones and the roller coaster ride of these hormones that a lot of mental health sh stuff shows up, um, a lot of physical stuff shows up. So the clients that I'm working with now are learning many for the first time how to eat, how to fast, how to do supplements, um, how to exercise for their hormones. And what I'm finding is that when you teach a woman when her hormones are coming in and out and how to build a lifestyle in accordance with that, she literally becomes unstoppable. And her, you don't, you know, her vibrancy just goes through the roof. But it is so much of what we struggle as uh, with women is we're living out of balance with our hormones. We're not honoring where our hormones are at. So vibrancy comes for women in getting in the natural rhythm of your hormones. What are some of your favorite daily practices, AM, PM routine, biohacking rituals, self-care rituals, cleansing protocols? How often do you do cleanses? I now do them um, actually a little bit monthly around the full moon for various reasons to clear out different nice. organisms, but definitely quarterly. And when I look at you, you're clearly a high vibe, radiant woman. Woman, we've had the pleasure of meeting through one of our health collectives as well, which is just incredible to know you. And so what are, what are you doing? What are some of your secrets? Well, everything that I teach, everything you'll find on my YouTube channel, I'm doing myself. So the first thing I would say is fasting. And I'm an advocate of six different level fasts. Um, in the new book, Fast Like a Girl, I, I map all these out. Um, so I just got done a couple of weeks ago doing a three-day water fast. I did a three-day water fast um, back in March. So I'm, I will go into these longer fasts to do what I call getting rid of senescent cells, which are aging cells. So when you go into those longer fasts, it's like dumping these cells that are going to either build disease or speed up aging. I do that on a regular basis. Um, I'm also constantly eating for my hormones. So I have times where I will dip into the more of a low carb life. And then I have times where I eat foods that support hormones like progesterone. So I'm always cycling my food. And then on top of that, oh my gosh, you name it. You want, you want to talk about biohacking, you know, Let's go I do, deep here. Yeah, Let's I do here. an oxygen. I do hyperbaric oxygen every week. Um, I do red light therapy every morning. Um, I have a, a, a tool in my clinic called a pulse uh, PEMF. Yeah, you got the red light there. I've got a PEMF uh, bed in my office that I do on a regular basis. Um, I get 
chiropractic weekly. I do massages every month. I do IV drips. I mean, you name it, I'm doing it. So health is a top priority for me. And I build the rest of my day around that. That's amazing. And I'm just curious, over the last couple of years, how has your self-care practice shifted, maybe for the better? Because I feel like a lot of us, like you and I, were, you know, used to going places and teaching and doing appearances. Our yeah. lives changed a little bit. So I'm, yes. I'm curious, how do you overcome um, resistance in your life? Or has the way that you've cultivated your self-care practices allowed you to be more resilient as well? And do you see this with your patients too? Yeah. You know, I think what the pandemic, I hope did to so many of us is cause us to look at our priorities differently. And prior to the pandemic, I was that type A workaholic, um, you know, a 10, 12 hours a day kind of mentality. And when the pandemic hit, two things happened for me. I really, after, after I fought it in the beginning, I then went to a place of, okay, it's time for me to heal my nervous system. It's time for me to get better at going in and out of parasympathetic and sympathetic. And I, I spent the last two years really learning to say no, learning to structure my day so that there's work time and then there's play time. So that, that was huge. The, the second thing that the last couple of years has done for me, and this is what I'm really carrying forward into the world right now, and I, I hope everybody carries it forward, is that there's nothing, there's no health habit that can have a, a dramatic impact, such a dramatic impact on your health as human connection. Community and connection is key. If you want to look more beautiful, if you want to be more vibrant, if you want to, to slow the aging process down, there was a, just a study that came out about serotonin and the effects of community on depression. It all starts with us prioritizing, taking better care of our relationships. So I've just flipped everything. I used to prioritize work and now I prioritize relationships. That, that's the biggest thing that's changed. Beautiful, beautiful. What are some of the things you're doing to regulate your autonomic, your your nervous system? I've definitely been doing this with cold therapy, heat therapy, reducing stimulation, changing my workload up to actually deal with injuries. So I'm not in pain every day or experience headaches every day. But what are, what kind of things are you doing to regulate your system? Well, the first one was to prioritize sleep. I would say prior to the pandemic, I was mm, five, six hours of sleep a night would be enough for me because I had too much I wanted to do during the day. So now I'm I work to get between seven and nine hours. I go to bed at the same time. I have a whole ritual around sleep. Um, I have my, uh, my whole room is like cold and has weighted blankets and all kinds of things. So I would say sleep is, is the big one. The second one, and I think this is really important for women over 40. Um, my background is as I was a competitive tennis player in college. And I really learned that mentality of if you're working out and you have pain, that um, you push on through it. But that doesn't work for perimenopausal and menopausal women. So one thing that I've been doing is really varying my exercise for the first time, I like go for a walk, which is totally unheard of. I used to go for a run. I would never go for a walk. I, I am putting in more time in nature. Um, and so it's really, as far as getting that parasympathetic to really start to strengthen again, it's been just a full on conscious effort to look at things like sleep and workouts with a different lens, not a type A overachiever lens. 
And you also keep your phone on airplane mode. So you are reducing your EMF, non-ionizing radiation exposure. And this is true. You're on this page. So this is great. So ladies, gentlemen, take notes from Dr. <laughs> she knows a thing or two about slowly aging and being awesome. So when you were talking about shifting things up, loving yourself a little bit more. Okay, here is a really cool link that you have made in a lot of your work. Can loving ourselves and others actually make things like fasting easier through stimulating oxytocin production? And how does oxytocin really help us to slow aging, be our best versions and make fasting a little bit easier? Because I'm telling you guys, doing these three day fasts, it goes back to biblical days. Oh, yeah. There are so many health benefits. You're basically starving things out in your body, not only in your gut, but in your blood, your organ systems, your your brain, your central nervous system. I've experienced this myself, the die-offs. And then you just yeah. feel like you're on limitless afterwards. Yeah. It's so amazing. True. You don't know yeah. how good you can feel. But talk to us about love and things like oxytocin yeah. for helping us. I, I just have to say, I love this question. So thank you for asking me. Um, and I want to talk about the three-day water fast before I answer the oxytocin one. I think a lot of times people think of the three-day water fast as a beautiful, you know, like I mentioned, you can get rid of senescent cells, you can get rid of these dysfunctional cells, but you can also get great spiritual insight. Um, and every three-day water fast I go on, I if I have anything I'm struggling with, I just put out like, you know, a question and just ask like, how do I, what's the solution to this problem? And I tell you every single time it comes to me. So I, I love that you highlighted that it is also a spiritual too, tool. The, the thing on oxytocin, and this is the best way I can explain this, is we, when in the fasting world, we are trying to influence insulin, but insulin is massively under the control of cortisol. So I, I've had this beautiful lens of watching millions of people fast and millions of people giving us comments on my YouTube channel. And the ones that are like muscling their way into these longer fasts and they're, they've got that angst with them, they don't, get a, they don't get the same results. So it's really important to understand what I call the hormonal hierarchy. And this is that oxytocin is your way of calming cortisol. And then once you can calm cortisol, now you can get insulin sensitive through your fasting uh, strategies. And once you get insulin sensitive, now you have a door in to helping your sex hormones. So it is at the top of the hormonal food chain. And yet we don't look at the simplicity and the effectiveness of a hug. If you're in the middle of a fast and you're struggling, go hug somebody. You're now getting a boost of oxytocin. Go, go pet your dog. Or even better yet, I, this is one of my biggest cries to humans, but especially women. We need to come together in community and collaboration. We need to compliment people more instead of tearing people down. And what you don't realize is that when you compliment somebody that a, a real authentic compliment, they get oxytocin and you get oxytocin. So if you're wanting the result from fasting and you're muscling your way through the, the day, listening to the news, getting stirred up with more negative thoughts, um, being competitive or comparative with other women or other humans, um, you're, you're really, your fasting path is going to be much more difficult. So let's really start with oxytocin and start with this elevating oxytocin. And then we're going to get better results with every single health tool that we have available to us. 
Isn't that interesting? Love just so also so happens to be one of the highest vibrations. And we can utilize this vibration to actually heal us because our cells are electromagnetic. You know, 70 to 8% of our universe is made up of, of the space between the fifth element. This stuff goes deep. So it's not just what it you're does. eating, how you're living. It's everything else that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it the link? No, I just wanted to say one more thing, and I can't emphasize enough that you might be out, you might ha be having a conversation with somebody that you really enjoy, and you're like, okay, I got to get off the phone because I got to go work out. But don't forget that that's, that conversation that you're enjoying is a health habit too. So that's what we just don't give enough, enough insight to. Yeah, and it's great having Matthew join in here, a gentleman tuning into the show yes. too. And what's really cool is when you're fasting, you can actually help to improve things like human growth hormone and free-flowing testosterone. Yep. So, you know, we kind of think, oh, you know, starving yourself or fasting is going to make you kind of hangry. But then the flip side of it, ooh, there are some benefits. So why don't you walk us through some of the research that is available to us right now that's highlighting how fasting can help balance our hormones, uh, especially with guys. It's like there's this epidemic of low testosterone and estrogen dominance in men, which I'm just going to say this right now. Personally, as a woman, I find very unattractive. <laughs> like I like to you can you can tell just by looking at someone by their mannerisms if their hormones are balanced or not mm -hmm. with the way that they present. So what are some of your tips, especially for the guys tuning in here, the benefits of fasting for testosterone and human growth hormone? Yeah. So testosterone is interesting one um, because we have a, a lot of research on it for men and just a little bit of research on it for women. So here's the, the, the easiest way to understand this is that when men fast uh, around the 13th hour, somewhere between 13 and 15 hours of intermittent fasting, which should be pretty doable for most men, you get an increase of testosterone by 1300%. If you continue that fast to 24 hours, you get close to 2,000% increase in testosterone. That is insane. And you can get that every single day that you choose to fast. Now, women, we only get that if that percentage increase if we fast 24 hours. So we get a 1,300% increase uh, at 24 hours and of fasting. And as women, we're going to have to time that 24 hour fast with our cycle. So if you're a cycling woman, testosterone's coming in and during ovulation, day 10 to day 15. So that would be a great time to throw a 24 hour fast to upregulate testosterone if you're noticing libido, motivation, and drive is down. Men, you guys are really lucky. You get testosterone every 15 minutes. So you throw some, some uh, longer fasts in, maybe a couple of days of 24-hour fasts in your weekly schedule, and now you're giving yourself a boost of testosterone. And for both sexes, it takes about 13 to 15 hours for human growth hormone to kick in. So we're, we seem to be the same on that, but it, we really differ when it comes to testosterone and fasting. So hug your partner, kiss your yes. partner. And it's funny, I was having a, a ladies dinner date not too long ago. And, you know, some of my girlfriends, they're a good 10 years older than me, and they're dating younger men. 
And I can tell when they have been spending time with, you know, that partner that's quite a bit younger, they're getting testosterone from their saliva. So this is a great way to. Oh, that's know, fascinating. That's an interesting replacement therapy. Hack. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other level of hormone replacement therapy. Wow. Yeah. Actually, if I'm working out with hubby and I feel like I need like a little testosterone boost, I'll just go over there and, right. uh, and give them a big smooch. <laughs> oh my God. That's brilliant. I hadn't even thought about that. That's brilliant. I love it. I'm glad you appreciate that one. <laughs> Uh, actually, one of our uh, previous naturopaths, uh, DC, who then did muscle testing and homeopathy, she actually taught me that. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's a really good idea. Yeah. All right. So another difference between the ladies and the gentlemen is something like cellulite. And you've actually been able to highlight that fasting can even help to reduce cellulite, which is yeah. amazing. And yeah. I have to say in the medical aesthetics world, this is probably one of the best ways to waste your money. We're talking mm. package of six of these treatments that get rid of cellulite. Great way to waste your money and a couple grand. So meet with me one-on-one. -on -one. I will guide you towards what actually can work and away from what will waste your money. But for free stuff, can fasting help reduce cellulite? Yeah. So this is really interesting. And I, I wish I'm, I'm 52 and I wish I had taken a picture of my legs at 42 as I started this fasting journey, because what happens to women after 40 is we start to break down muscle. It's part of un the unfortunate uh, consequence of our hormones declining, which uh, makes cellulite show up more. But with all the fasting I've done over the last 10 years, it's like it disappeared. It's crazy. And here's the reason why. Think of cellulite like it's a toxic accumulation. It's stagnant lymph, it's stagnant toxins. So it's a combination of not getting enough circulation in there mixed with these toxins accumulating. Well, our best fast is 17 hour autophagy fast. If you start fasting 17 hours on a regular basis, your cell is, your body's going to get rid of these toxic cells that are contributing to the look of cellulite. So from a fasting angle, we wanted more autophagy. We want to stimulate more of that to rid those cells and get them out of us. And then mix that with, so I'm sure some of the strategies that you're applying and boom, you it's, it's after a while, you just, you don't think about it anymore. You don't worry about it anymore because your body is not creating cellulite. It's just getting rid of those cells before it can even do that. And actually our soft tissue is different between ladies and gentlemen. Uh, women's soft tissue is a little bit more like crisscrossy. So mm -hmm. doing simple things like gua sha on your body using some type of TCM tool. I actually talk about this in some of my skin camp programs because, you know, we want to have good looking legs when we're rocking our bathing suits and yep. skirts and shorts and all of that. I can't get around it. Yeah, um, but it, it, it yeah, that's this is so great that fasting can help reduce cellulite. If I'm understanding this correctly, our fat cells hold lots of toxins and uh, fasting can actually initiate autophagy and lipolysis, which is actually the fat cell to like shrink and, and sometimes even die off, uh, depending on if we're hitting it with either heat or cold. So there's so much biohacking we can so, do with cellulite. Right. It's crazy. And you know what? I, I think the place that I would love every, and specifically women, to go to mentally is that when you look at the fat in the mirror, you look at the cellulite in the mirror, and you want to villainize it, I want you to take a step back and realize that your body had to put excess somewhere. So it had to put extra toxins, extra toxic estrogen, glucose, 
um, all kinds of hormones had to go somewhere. So it saved your life. Instead of putting it around your organs, it put it as fat. And then we look in the mirror and we add to the toxicity by villainizing it. So when you start to understand, okay, well, why did the body put it there? And what can I do to assist it from not putting it there anymore? That's where you really see fasting come in is that it's, it, you are giving the body a way of ridding toxins before it can store it in fat and the cellulite. Yeah, the fat really is where you do store a lot of toxins. And I know this because of different rejuvenation procedures I've done, you know, thousands of them. And there's different tech that can heat it up and, you know, uh, cool and heat the fat cell to actually tell it to die or to shrink or whatnot. I want to jump back to something you mentioned about three day fast and the spiritual component of this and okay let's like make this a little bit less woo I know a lot of you tune in because like you kind of dig the woo stuff I mean it, it permeates everything let's just face it body mind spirit energy but the reason for this is because when you do the three-day fast, your body literally eliminates yeast, fungi, toxins, organisms, and parasites that actually signal your body to do certain things, to eat food that you shouldn't want to eat, to maybe say things you don't want to say, mm. because it's actually interfering with your neurology. And I actually had some central nervous system die off of organisms and, you know, visual disturbances. And this can happen when you're doing a really good cleanse. So what you said, that's why is you're cleansing out things that aren't making you be in your most pure state. Yeah. And it's really important. So when we're talking about mental health and being resilient, fasting and doing these three-day water fasts, you're going to know if you're doing it right because you'll see yourself eliminating things. <laughs> and you know what? You know what a great thing to look at when you go in, if you have candida or any kind of gut dysbiosis, when you go into the longer fast, look at your tongue. If it starts to turn yellow or black, that's die off of candida. And honestly, for years in my clinic, I treated candida with supplements alone and we would get a, we would get a little bit of progress and then it would come back. But once I paired that with fasting and I had them start to look at their tongue and we started analyzing the tongue, it's crazy. You could start to dial in how long you should fast. You can dial in how the foods are. I mean, the tongue in a fasted state will tell you a lot about what's going on in the gut. I love that you pay attention to that because our skin and also our mucosa, our eyelids, for example, the lash line, uh, if you are inflamed, your eyes are going to be puffy, you're going to have diffuse redness, you'll have actually edema. And when clients book one on one sessions with me, I ask you to upload a photo if you're comfortable. And I can actually spot this right away, or not see it. Um, and it can help me uh, figure out where to go with you. But how does fasting rest the gut and facilitate gut lining restoration? Because there's a huge link here with skin stuff. I mean, the skin yeah. is a direct signal to us one of the lar the largest organ of our body aside from intracidium the space between and all that yeah but what's your answer to this yeah so here's the first thing to know is that the microbes on your skin communicate with the microbes in your gut and vice versa so whatever you put on your skin 
has the potential to destroy your gut health. And whatever you put in your gut has the potential to destroy your skin. So those two are very connected and we don't give it enough, enough uh, credit. I mean, you, you probably do in your audience, but I, I think that's really important. That was one like aha I had as everybody was slathering themselves with these, you know, uh, these antibacterial soaps over the last and um, toxic ingredients of the last two years. I was like, what is that going to do to gut health? And sure enough, we're seeing mental health is through the roof. And a part of that is because of the damage all of this extra stuff has done to our skins and gut. Now, fasting, again, I, I know like I know this sounds crazy and people tell me all the time, this sounds like a magic wand. And it is because when you go into these longer fasts specifically, I believe you need to get over 24 hours to start to see some real gut repair. What you do is you change several parts of the gut lining. First, all those bad bacteria that are bullying out the good bacteria and are like overrunning your gut and giving you cravings and coming out through your skin, giving you acne, all of that is going away. 24 hours, they die off. Then the whole mucosal lining of your gut starts to repair. And so any kind of leaky gut situation gets repaired. And then the third and the last one that I think is so important is the good bacteria start to stretch out. We call it microbial geography in the gut. So those bacteria start to, the good ones spread out. And as they spread out, now they're going to be able to pull more nutrients out of your food. They're going to be able to make more neurotransmitters like dopamine and GABA and serotonin. And that's just one 24-hour fast. So you start throwing some 48 hours, some 72 hours at this on a continuous basis, and you're going to absolutely see some changes to your skin. Yeah. Interestingly enough, when I was doing this recent cleanse, I actually noticed a little bit of blood and that mm. can sometimes be uh, related to things literally uh, being released from your mm -hmm. GI tract that might've been there for quite some time. So yeah. it's really important that we look at like all the different organ systems and smooth mucosa. The gut is like our second brain. So how do you like to support the gut? Maybe through things like bone broth, Kelly, Dr. Kellyanne Petrucci, she's been on the show here before. And, you know, she's one of the bone broth whisperers, if you will. Right. But yeah. what are some ways that we can soothe the gut during this process? Well, you bring up a great point. Bone broth is amazing. And let me tell you two, two parts of bone broth and where I've used it with clients. One is that, um, if you break your fast with bone broth first, it has a lot of glycine in it. So let's say you go 24 hours, you've now killed all these bad bacteria. The good ones have moved uh, away from each other. So they're ready to absorb more nutrients. The leaky gut, the junctions that create leaky junk are now junctions are now being uh, brought together. And then you come in with a good old bowl of bone broth. You've added glycine into that mucosal lining and now you're healing it at an even deeper level. So I think if you have a lot of gut issues, if you want to break that 24-hour fast with, with bone broth, it's brilliant. Now, the second place I've used um, bone broth in fasting is in what we call a fasted snack. And this is something we're seeing evidence of in research, and it's not talked about enough because people want to be like, no, if you eat something while you're fasting, you're not fasting. But I have taken a lot of new fasters that I've been working with, and I will slowly have them maybe do a little bit of nut butter in their fasting window, maybe like a keto cup or a fat can you, bomb. 
Can you specify the nuts? Because peanut butter, mm -hmm. lectin. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Go. No, pecan, walnut would be way better. Um, and it depends. Like some people can do almond, some people can't. So you should, to your point, know what's going on with your gut for sure. But you're better off going down a pecan, walnut path, something a little bit different. Or what I was going to say is the other thing you can do is bone broth. So when you're learning to go into those longer fasts, don't be afraid to do a fat bomb, might have a little bit of protein just to start to get your, your system primed to going in and out of sugar burner, fat burner. But if you, if once you're dialed in and you're pounding out those 24 hour fasts very effortlessly, break it with bone broth and you add a whole nother level to, to your um, gut health. Yeah. And I really feel for clients of mine, patients of mine that are menopausal and they're, you know, having issues with yeah. weight loss resistance and all of that. And it really can be tied to, you know, overgrowths in the body, but in our Western culture, we're not taught to do this. So fasting is a really easy way to get that started. There's certain herbs that you can take as well. And more than happy to share some recommendations on that. Um, also, um, the other thing is we really want to look at things that are potentially depleting our nutrients. And when you start to fast and when you start to clear things out, the cobwebs, like the organisms I mentioned, you'll actually end up eating less. And honestly, uh, since doing a proper cleanse, with, with which actually gave me results, uh, my appetite went down a solid 80 to 90 percent. Amazing. And we're all over, you know, most of us are overeating or, or we're not absorbing nutrients and we're spending more on food than we probably have to. So this is yeah. a great way to save some money, is it? It's not, it's not the oh, same yeah. as starving yourself. This is different. Yeah. And you, you, to your point, the thing I love about fasting, uh, one of the many things is that everybody can do it. So you don't need money to do it. And this is a big passion of mine is if we're going to get the world healthy, it, health can't be ex expensive. It can't only be for the people who have money. And so when we use fasting as a tool, an initial tool to start to make some change, then we can step back and we can say, okay, what's left and what do we need to do? But it's, it, it's so powerful for everybody. And also the, you know, the busy executive who's like, I don't have time to be healthy. Everybody has time to fast and everybody has the financial resources to fast. You're not going to be a busy executive for long right. if you're not paying attention to your body. And I see this all the time. High level CEOs, you know, company founders. I work with the gamut, celebrities, tech moguls, everybody, lots of people across the globe. And then they kind of hit a point. They're like, oh, you know, I feel like my skin's aged overnight and they have to, you know, they want to feel like they look competitive in what they do. So when we're talking about money here, this is a big buzzword right now. The biohacking community and the, you know, very affluent community as well that are interested in investing in their health and wellness is stem cells. Now, this is like the wild, wild west still. I just spoke on a stem cell conference. Um, but does fasting, is fasting a free way to initiate stem cell reduction? production or even stem cell repair? What's the science here? Yeah, uh, it's such a great question. So at 24 hours, you're going to get intestinal stem cells. So that is going to repair your gut, which is beautiful. At 72 hours of fasting, you're going to get systemic stem cells. And now here's the thing. Look at the, when I say that at 24 hours, you get stem cells, think of it like a switch that got turned on. So if you continue going 48 hours of fasting, you've had intestinal stem cells now 
uh, going through your system for 24 hours. Same thing with a 72-hour fast. You're going to get a systemic stem cell release. And if you stay in that fast for a couple of more days, you're going to really start to see some repair. The place that this blew my mind was a couple of years back, I had an Achilles tendon injury. And I'm, I'm an athlete. I love to work out. I watched my husband go through a, a, a torn Achilles, and I did not want that. That is like the worst injury. I tried everything. You name it. Massage, chiropractic, like every biohack that was out there, nothing was helping. So as a last stitch effort, I went on a five-day water fast. And Rachel, I kid you not, on the fifth day, my Achilles was like buzzing and the pain was gone and it never came back ever again. I like completely healed it in this five-day fast. I've heard and you that, say a number of times. Yeah, go ahead. It, it was, it blew me away. I could not believe how effective it was. Well, I've heard you say many times that the body is the greatest pharmacy. You can't take it's, a pill for this stuff. You just have no. to give the body what it needs. Right. And the beautiful thing in that is like, it, it allows you to take your own power back. You know, in the world of health right now, we have really pushed our power away to our doctors, to our friends. You know, our friends are on some diet. We jump on that diet. But even in the biohacking movement, we are like, we go in a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, we come out, we're like, oh my God, that saved me. But it didn't because your body is absolutely perfect. All these things that you're throwing at it, all these biohacks is just hacking into that perfection to make you better. But with fasting, there's nothing to do other than close your mouth and stop eating. And then you figure out really quickly how powerful you are and there's nobody to thank but you. The only, you can, I mean, I can give you the information, but when you look in the mirror, you should really thank yourself because you were the one that actually had to step into that and do that. And to me, that is a win-win. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And I know that you have a lot of information on this topic too, with collagen production that occurs through fasting. So what is the link? Obviously, this is like the icing on the cake of the show here. <laughs> What's the link between fasting for healthy, glowing skin and collagen production? And of course, slowing aging. Right, exactly. Well, okay, let's go back to the menopausal women. I'm not trying to leave the men out, but I just want to give some love to the women over 40 because after 40, as estrogen goes down, collagen goes down. So um, when we start to fast, we already talked about how it improves your gut health, but it also starts to upregulate collagen production. Now, we don't have a, a, the next question most people ask me is like, well, how long do I need to fast? Well, here's what's beautiful is that estrogen really thrives when you keep your glucose and insulin down. So a really good measurement is start looking at your hemoglobin A1C. If, you're, if you get blood work and your hemoglobin A1C is below five and you're a 45-year-old woman, you have probably maxed your collagen production. That is amazing. But if you are have a hemoglobin A1C of like six or seven, you, I would encourage you to start fasting so that you can bring insulin down, you can bring glucose down, and that's going to help estrogen go up and it's going to help collagen go up. So it's sort of a roundabout way, but it's a great measurement to start understanding where your collagen might be at for your age. 
How often do you recommend people get blood work? I'm due to do some myself yeah, too. I, what's the recommendation? Year, I think every year um, you should get a, a full panel, a full CBC, including your thyroid. And that doesn't mean just checking TSH. That means there's, a, to me, there's 11 different checks that you want to look at. I also think every year you should get a hormonal test, both men and women. Um, hormone tests are so easy. Urine tests are so easy to do. So, you know, it can be really an effortless way to start to understand what you need to work on. All right, let's nerd out a little bit here. What are some of the research studies like animal, fruit fly, mice type of research studies that indicate that fasting can help improve the skin and slowing aging? Oh my gosh, you're going to have to make me go way back into my, into my research brain if I'm going down animal ones. Um, so, you know, I, I, again, I cannot remember off the top of my head. The, you, the, you have some great YouTube videos on I know, them, so I was just going to say. Everybody I go to your church <laughs> Um, but it, let's go, let's go to some of the things that we do know outside of collagen with fasting. Um, and I don't know if there were mouse studies or human studies, so I apologize. Um, omega three, you mentioned fruit fly fruit and fly studies. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we look at is our omega fatty acid balance. And what we know is that when we're eating inflammatory foods, omega sixes are going up. Um, and when omega sixes go up, it throws off the three, six, nine balance. And so when you start fasting and then eating the right oils, you bring that three, six, nine balance back and you have the most amount of omega six receptors on your skin, which is why when you are eating the wrong omega six, um, uh, fatty acid, you are causing more skin damage. But when you eat the right fat and you compare, you pair that to fasting, you start to bring this omega balance back into, into sync. So it's and without supplementation. So I, I remember the fruit fly study and I can't remember the measurement they did. You might, you might remember it, but I do know that you can, it's so fascinating. If you look at somebody who's in a three-day water fast, the skin color is different. The tightness of the skin is different. There is a glow that's different. I, I used to be able, when I was in my clinic every day, I could see somebody walk in my clinic door and I would be like, you're on a three-day fast. What you're, you're, you've at least gone more than one day. What day are you on? Like I could spot them because of how healthy their skin looked. Yeah. I mean, I'll echo this because for example, this cleanse that I've been on, I had a blemish pop up, you know, right around here and three days, two days later, the redness was gone. And this is a measure for you to look at when you get a blemish or a sunspot or whatever, cut yourself, burn yourself, you know, goodness forbid we're cooking and you know, burn ourselves. It happens, but notice how fast you heal yeah. and fasting can actually help you heal by getting your body in that autophagy state. There's been um, quite a bit of research with fruit flies and mice with fasting um, and also looking at things like circadian rhythm balancing. But your YouTube channel is just like the world's greatest resource for fasting. I just, I must say that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I always call it my my passion project. You know, I do two videos a week and I spend probably 10 to 20 hours researching those, really putting a lot of time into them. So I, it's nice to hear that they're connecting for people. So thank you. 
Oh, I can tell you get very um, in depth and to myself, to the level of a healthcare practitioner that I appreciate and learn from. And you can tell the the content you're making, the work that you're doing with your patients and online and your books, uh, you can see that it lights you up and it's bringing you joy. So thank keep you. that up too. Yeah, thank you. Slowly thank you. <laughs> so, so how can people work with you and how can they pick up a copy of your new book, Fast Like a Girl? So yeah, Fast Like a Girl, you can go to fastlikeagirl.com. I'm so excited for this book to come out because it is the first um, fasting manual for women that goes through six different length fasts and how to time it to our hormones. And it and I do everything from, you know, the recently, the, the, the teenager going through puberty to the postmenopausal woman. So you can get it at Fast Like a Girl. It's ready um, for pre-order right now, fastlikeagirl.com. Um, we have an academy where we're teaching uh, primarily women. Uh, Every once in a while, a man will pop in there, which is men are welcome. But we talk a lot about how women should build fasting lifestyles in there. We help you customize it. Um, so it, we take people through 15-day fasting experiences. So it's an amazing community. You can come join us there. Uh, it's called the Reset Academy. And then we do have a health coaching program um, called our Thrive uh, program, where we really start to get into all the layers of health and figure out more than just fasting, detox, and supplementation, what you might need to get your health back on track. And when did you graduate? Um, when did you graduate? Nineteen. I graduated chiropractic school in 1996. So you've been at this a while. So I like to learn from practitioners like you that have been around the block and you've not only sort of incorporated the chiropractic, also, you know, we're super connected with some of the leading minds mm -hmm. in health and wellness. But you you also have branched out with a lot of functional stuff. And mm -hmm. so everybody tuning in, these are the type of practitioners that I love to recommend that you start to work with, find people that you resonate with. We're in a time when we can connect very easily these days, which is just wonderful. So true. So everybody yeah. subscribe to Dr. Mindy Pels, P-E-L-Z, if you're listening on her YouTube channel. It's just a wealth of knowledge, your podcast, everything is going to be in the description of this episode. Thank, thank you so you. much for being on the show, Dr. Mindy Pelz. Oh, thank you, Rachel. This was great. And like I told you in the beginning, it's like such a fun, different slant on fasting that I don't get to talk about much. So thank you for your beautiful questions and everything you're doing. Well, it's all about being our most beautiful versions. And I got that skin yeah. angle. And there aren't a lot of people in our space and in our network that are tying this all to skin. But of course, the skin often gives us the first clues of things that we need to work on internally. Sure. So my work isn't as superficial and, and skinny ah. as you may think. <laughs> ah, well said, well said. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and subscribe, like, share this episode. Let me know if you have any questions from this episode and do follow Dr. Mindy Pels. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.